Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to this week's Retro Wrestling Review. It's your buddy and your pal, Ouch. And I can safely say, this episode will be the perfect storm of podcast unprofessionalism. Hey, I'm drinking before everything, so what are you going to do? Tea, just tea. So, A, I have to drop the wrestling, or... I have to drop the retro from the title, because I'm going over this year's Survivor Series. That just happened on Sunday. A little bit out of my uh, era, but, you know, going back to on-demand wrestling stuff, it's a lot easier to stop watching wrestling when it's not live. So, this one, you kind of have to watch through. You might miss something or something. Two... I have to consider this a pure episode, and by pure, I mean I do not write. I did not write down notes, so we're going off of memory and the match results from WWE.com. I mean, this episode is just going to be a jumble mixed with a Sudoku, mixed with the bridge scenarios you always see in the newspaper. Anyone know how to play bridge? I've always seen it, and it doesn't make any sense. Anyway, as I said, the Survivor Series 2015. Uh, the opening match, Gold Dust, the Dudley Boys, Neville, and Titus O'Neil going against The Miz, Stardust, The Ascension, and Bo Dallas. Um, you know, it's nice that they still at least have the Survivor Series matches, so... But they used to, you know amp up the main event scene or some storyline going on, but, you know, these were thrown together pretty quick. Um, Goldust, Dudley Boys, and Titus O'Neil go over. So, not a, whole, not, a, not a whole nothing special in that one, so. Uh, opening show match, both of your semifinals in the World Heavyweight Championship Tournament. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Alberto, Alberto Del Rio. Not bad, but, uh, Alberto Del Rio, uh, talented in ring, not a charisma ball, so, I don't know why, yeah, doesn't sit, doesn't do much for me. Uh, Roman Reigns over. Uh, the, the one thing that got me was, they were chanting, the crowd was chanting, this is awesome, in the very first match. Which now means that that chant doesn't have any meaning behind it anymore. It is just, oh, yeah, yeah, this fine wrestling fan, yeah. So they, they don't know what it means anymore. It's, uh. So Roman Reigns over. I, we will do some wrestling theory after all the matches, because this, this recap isn't going to take that long. Uh, semifinal number two Dean Ambrose versus Kevin Owens. Very good. A lot better than the first match. Kevin Owens constantly talking is pretty damn funny. Just, you know, Cole, tell him to stay down. It's very entertaining. Uh, good match from both. Good effort from both guys, so very good. Uh, Dean Ambrose over by hitting Dirty Deeds on Kevin Owens. And again, we'll go back over it. Um, in no particular order. Uh, Tyler Breeze going against Dolph Ziggler. Just okay match. Tyler Breeze over. But the thing is, they changed his finish 
from the beauty shot spinning heel kick to now just the unprettier. It's bizarre that the unprettier is now just, you know, generic finisher anymore. Like, it used to be really devastating, but now, you know, 13 guys have done it over, like, the past five years, so it doesn't mean anything anymore, so. But, there you go. Tyler Breeze, it was okay. Nothing too special on that one as well. On another Survivor Series match, Ryback, the Usos, and the Lucha Dragons going against the New Day, Sheamus, and King Barrett. I have got to tell you, I had not, I did not get the New Day gimmick at all because I don't watch anything current. The New Day are hilarious. Oh, they are so good. Like those three are charisma bombs out of nowhere. Like they have, they all gained some awesome mic skills. No one expected that. They're all hilarious. Like in the middle of the match, Xavier Woods just gets a trombone, starts playing it, and they all start dancing in the corner. That is hilarious. That is amazing. Oh, that's funny to me. Um, okay, match. Uh, the new new day. I, I just walk out on Sheamus. So, ending Ryback, Jey Uso, and Kalisto are the survivors. Okay, but again, doesn't quite lead to much of anything. Uh, Divas Championship. Char- Charlotte against Paige. Paige is a hottie. I mean, it's probably just because I like alt-girls, but yeah, I say hottie. More so than Charlotte. Little too skinny. Blonde, eh. Face, eh. But I mean, like, they did some daring stuff during the match, but crowd couldn't care less. What the hell happened to your little diva's revolution? I mean, that's probably the writer's fault. Like, you know, you have to have... uh, I don't know. Again, this is where the mess of a show is coming into play. Like, I don't know. Good match. It was good in ring. Quiet crowd. I don't know. It was alright. Uh, let's see. Brothers of Destruction going against the Wyatts of Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper. It's cool. You know, the Dead Man's 25th. That's fine. There was a, this weird thing where, you know, Undertaker was coming out and he just had, you know, a giant casket showing all of his past incarn- incarnations. So it's, you know, Casket-tron! But yeah. Um, good for a big man match. But you can tell the Undertaker's strength is wearing out on him. Like, Luke Harper is the lightest one of all the Wyatt family. And Undertaker was struggling with him a lot. Like, you could see the pained look on his face where he couldn't hold him up. Like, he barely got the tombstone set up. So, it's... Unless he goes against someone smaller, but with still with an amazing load of talent, I think Undertaker... Undertaker might be going out of the way now. Just saying. Good match, Dece. Decent enough. It is what it was. Um... Finals, Roman Reigns versus Ambrose. A little bit short. A little bit, you know, desperation. Like, they, they, they went into, like, you know, instant finisher moves pretty quickly. Like, to play Fantasy Booker, which I hate doing, but I think I could have done it better. Like, you know, you have them in an intense brawl around the ringside where they, they're using the steps. They're using the... 
ring post, table, ringside, everything, the whole deal. And then you have it go inside the ring for the finish setup. Like, they didn't quite do that. It was pretty quick. I didn't, I don't think it was great. Uh, Roman Reigns over with the spear. Uh, Triple H comes out, smiling, clapping, offers a handshake to Roman. There's confetti's pouring down already, and it's just, you can't see anything. So, you know, Roman Reigns spears Triple H out of nowhere. Sheamus runs out, kicks him in the face, cashes in money in the bank. Uh, Sheamus steals it, is your new world heavyweight champion. Uh, can anyone tell me how Sheamus was setting the world on fire in between now and then? No? Exactly. So this was the back pocket escape to keep the story going, I guess. I don't know. Nothing too special on this pay-per-view. Let's do a little Ouch's Wrestling Theory, which is probably wrong in like five ways, but, you know... The first thing that bothered me was that damn near everyone gets a mixed reaction. There is no 100% good guy, 100% bad guy. That is almost all gone. Because Roman Reigns, if you're saying, if we're gonna say that Roman Reigns is supposed to be the biggest face, then the crowd, half kids, half. Adults who haven't found a new hobby, or he's getting the 50-50 over it. So that's that. That kind of screws with your plans. You know, another good example: Kevin Owens, supposed to be the biggest badass in the company, but he's supposed to be a heel. He's getting 50-50. Um, and I will admit, I am completely guilty of it. The New Day are supposed to be heels, and yet I think they are massively entertaining. So, I think you got to get rid of all the agents in the back who are still doing stuff from super good guy, super bad guy point of view. It's too old-fashioned. You're just doing a mix of anything. I don't know. That's That was weird part one. And then part two, like, I saw this post on Twitter from Gabe Sapolsky. Which, I don't know if that name carries any weight anymore. Again, this is the bad part about being a fan. You don't know. You're raised in your era, and you don't know if that applies to the current era. But, you know, Gabe Sapolsky on Twitter, you know, he quoted, or he retweeted, quoted one of the things. Another post, he said, another wrestling fan's post said, you know, I try to analyze all of wrestling, the good and the bad, to be fair and equal the whole way through so it can get better. And then, you know, Gabe posted a few things. You know, I went to a movie. I didn't like the first half hour. The director said, you've never directed, so what do you know? So then you watch the rest of the movie. You know, you go to a restaurant. You said you didn't like the appetizer. The chef comes out and says, have you ever cooked? No, well then be quiet. So I ate the rest of the meal. It is. I think the point he was making is it's ridiculous to try to stick with something if you don't like it. If you don't like it, stop watching. Which is pretty much what I did, now that I think of it. You know, I stopped because they clearly were just screwing over their own talent despite to despite the fact that they could make money off of it. Like, they screwed over Punk, they screwed over Brian, Dan- Daniel Bryan, like... They, they, they 
it's they don't know what they're doing anymore. Uh, again, to be basically the jerky, snarky, every other wrestling fan there is, they don't like it's not great anymore. I mean, it's and it's obvious that they don't care what makes money. Like, I don't know. Again, perfect storm of podcast unprofessionalism. And to be honest, I think I would have had... Well, A, the fact that they went face-face in the tournament file, that's surprising enough. Um, And if, like, I would have said Owens reigns just to have some sort of fire between the two and the crowd and all that kind of stuff, but if you're going to do face-face... You you gotta. I would have had someone turn. I would have had. I would have turned Reigns. I think I really would have because Dean Ambrose at least still gets the organic cheering reaction. Like people actually like him. For both demographics like him. So have him become your big face because he still has that edge. Like we like people in wrestling terms. I don't think want the goody goody ultra superhero for the kids or whatever the hell. Like, they want someone they can get behind who is organic and isn't shoved down our throats. Like, Dean Ambrose is a better face than Roman Reigns because they basically pose Reigns to defeat everybody, and Dean Ambrose will at least lose, but I don't know. I'm off the rails, again. So, weird show, this episode especially. Um... I'm sure I'm going to listen back on the editing phase and just go, I can't release this, but I'm going to. So, oh well. Follow me on the Twitter, at just ouch, capital J-U-S-T, capital A-E-W-C-H. And listen to the Giant Media Ball. Go to giantmediaball.com. See what Club Kayfabe has to say about this show. I don't know if theirs is going to be that different from mine, but again, wrestling super snarky wrestling fans. We 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 think we have power, but I don't think we do. But anyways, all right. Next week we'll probably go back to the older shows because I actually want to see somebody over and a crazy crowd reaction. Maybe that's part of it. I know I'm, 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 I know I was tying things up, but let's just do one more thing. To me. Crowd reaction is as big part of a match as the actual in-ring is. Because it lets you know people are actually into it and what you're doing is right. Now the crowd is like just kind of sits there, thinks they're snarky. And I mean, I cannot stand snarky. Uh, I don't know. Again, you wouldn't think you would be old in wrestling terms, but here we are. Oh, well. Okay, I said the Twitter name, giantmediaball.com, plug. Okay, I think I'm set. This is your buddy and your pal, Ouch. Next week we'll go back to normal and I'll write it out, I swear. Probably not a lot of comedy in this one, but still. Alright, enough. Thank you, and goodbye.